It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. If this is your very first time, a huge welcome. We're so excited that you've joined us today. We've been doing this now for 13 years. Uh, We're listening to in over 30 countries, and we have an amazing range of hosts and guests that have been a part of this amazing journey of ours. So, you know, welcome, and I hope you do enjoy all of our programs. Today I'm going to be introducing a brand new diva to our family. Her name is Sandra Wood, and I can't wait to hear all about her. So, Sandra, welcome to the Divas That Care. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Me too. We've been trying to do this for quite a while now. <laughs> Life. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, Sandra, yeah. would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners today? Absolutely. So my name is Sandra Wood. I, I live in Boise, Idaho, um, and I am a women's relationship coach. So I work with women who are stuck in unfulfilling relationships. They don't know how to change. Um, They're really feeling stuck in fear and unsure of what to do moving forward. Um, So I am really all about helping women manifest fulfilling relationships. That's awesome. And I love that you're from Boise. I have been to Boise (laughs) and I love the area. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just my quick little, you know, thing of what I do. We can certainly get into more information in my story and all of that as we continue to chat. Well, I'm excited because relationship coaches, I think, are really important. We we don't realize how important you are until we've kind of had to deal with some, like, issues ourselves. Yes, for sure. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Like, I have had the opportunity to go to your website. I know that you work with... Um, individuals that are kind of feeling trapped. Explain that to us a little bit more. So um, I I work with women mostly one-on-one, but we also have group as well. And then I also do retreats, so I like to do deep dives into this topic with women. Um, but essentially, the the program that I offer women is about the amount of time that it takes to really shift a relationship dynamic, which is about five months. And so the process that we work through is just really – figuring out where they are, like in that moment of where they know that something is not going right, where they're feeling afraid, they're not feeling confident, um, but they don't really actually have the whole uh, storyline put together, right? So they're really just gathering the pieces of what is not right here. Um, And sometimes it's really obvious what's not right, um, but a lot of times it's just really trying to figure out where they are now, and then it's really where do women want to go? Where do they want to be? What is their hope? What is the feeling state that they want to have moving forward? And from there, we really start to go into the work together. And that work includes a lot of things, um, including understanding how to have boundaries, how to have difficult conversations or crucial conversations, um, really learning how to emotionally regulate ourselves because we get pretty emotionally activated in relationships, especially ones that aren't going very well. 
Um, so that's just like a little tidbit of the pieces that we'll work on together. Um, and a lot of times women are coming to me in that space of knowing something isn't right, having probably been there for a, a lot too long or maybe a little too long, um, and really feeling stuck and afraid of what it means to kind of start taking the steps to either extricate themselves from the relationship or really address the issues that are arising um, because oftentimes women, you know, it's so much a big part of our identity that it's really hard for us to start thinking forward of what that life could look like afterwards. And that's a big piece of the work that we do is kind of, you know, being afraid but still moving forward anyways. And that makes a lot of sense. And you were mentioning workshops. Where do you host mm-hmm. these workshops and how long are they? <laughs> Um, well, so I do, I tend to do workshops just virtually. So if, if anyone is, you know, interested in that, they can certainly uh, grab the the 11 Steps ebook that I have, and that would get them into knowing about those. So I do webinars every month. Um, what I was referring to is in my state right now, I have like four different retreats. Um, and I will be branching out from here, but th- those are the deep, deeper dives that I like to do with women, which is really being able to sit with them for three to four days um, and really nice. process, go through the process. And, of course, we do that in, in the coaching agreement as well, but I love, like, really being able to just go in there and transform something, you know, so we can transform it, you know, over, uh, you know, a there's there's benefits to both, right? Like going into a retreat can really activate a lot of stuff, really uncover a lot of stuff, and then that consistent working, you know, is also imperative. So really, I love exactly. both varieties of working with women. Well, and a lot of people honestly are looking to do the more in-person thing, anyways. You know, they're willing yeah. to do the traveling in order to get there because they yes. realize how much they're missing that. You know, we've done so much stuff virtually, and I, it's not yes. like I don't enjoy it. But there's mm-hmm. something about being in a room with other people that just your spirit, uh, your energy, there's just something about it that is very electrifying. Yes. Yes. And I, I find with women when we get together in those kinds of safe places where we're supported and there's a structure there for us to go through the process, that we actually we actually up-level um, by hearing other people's stories, by seeing their approach to maybe a similar situation. So I find it very activating for everyone involved. So you walk away with like, I don't know what just happened, but whatever just happened was amazing. Well, we'll definitely have to post that. We do have a lot of listeners yeah. in that okay. area. So Perfect. I would Perfect. love to post awesome. it when you have that. And also awesome. when you have your virtual ones, I love that you're able to have them go to that relationship checklist and then have them you know, check that out because obviously they'll be on uh, one of your newsletters or your email list so that they can check that out. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So tell me more about your one-on-one because I like that, you know, especially for some of our listeners that are, you know, around the world, they know they're looking for things to help them. And I, and honestly, I think we're noticing a lot more, you know, we're trying to figure out what's going on with our lives. And I think sometimes people are like, well, I've been stuck home with my uh-huh. partner for a long period of yes. time. And now yes. I'm, we're not too sure where we're sitting in that relationship. So I love that mm-hmm. you're able to perhaps work with them also. 
Yes, yes, and I definitely, you know, I have definitely had um, some clients that actually got into relationships during COVID, and then once, you know, once they got out and we were back into a quote-unquote normal lifestyle again, they realized that this was not their person. So there were a lot of relationship choices made during COVID, but also I think that were a lot of realizations made um, of sitting with somebody in a more, you know, uh, closer uh, proximity and realizing the issues that arise there. Um, and so I've had a lot of women um, that have I can come, see that. Yeah, yeah, that have come to realizing, like, I don't like being with someone who drinks too much or, you know, just all of the pieces. And I can certainly relate to that because while I got divorced several years ago, I came to that place of really looking and reviewing the relationship and realizing this wasn't what I wanted anymore. And I think a lot of women get to that place but the things that override moving forward often are feeling guilty, like, well, this is as good as this gets, or, you know, this is just what marriage is. Um, and But yet there's just still a part of them that's like, no, something is not right, and this needs to be investigated. And so what I find is a lot of times, you know, going, I, I find a lot of women like to do one-on-one because, first of all, it's very personal, it's very private, um, and a lot of people in their lives don't know the things that they end up sharing with me about that relationship. I mean, they might have a girlfriend who knows the intimate details, but, you know, a lot of us don't share those things, um, and especially we don't share them with our family, right? So when I get, very you know, true. on those initial calls with a woman, it's like she's sort of burying her soul to me and saying these are all the things. And then I think it's really affirming to be able to tell that to someone and then to know that they they believe that you have the capacity to make a change. Because sometimes I feel like women don't believe it, but if if they can lean into somebody else who holds that belief until they can believe it, I think that's the, the special sauce and the magic sauce that I feel I bring to women when when they're deciding to maybe change a relationship. Or even, you know, I think it's really powerful for women to even look at what's not right before they just thrust themselves out of it because the clearer you get in in kind of the rear view mirror of, you know, what's happened and how that's accumulated to where you are now, the better it is for you moving forward because now you have clarity exactly why are you out of this relationship, exactly what are you looking for moving forward. And I think that's really the benefit of working with someone one-on-one is this that personalized look at your habits, your patterns, your traumas, you know, all of the things that are getting in the way of, having a fulfilling relationship, or even having difficult conversations. So, Sandra, tell me this. Is this yeah. the type of skills we can use not just in a, a kind of an intimate relationship, but maybe with our peers, our children, you know, uh, our friends? Yes, absolutely. I just, you know, I think that oftentimes I'm working with women because this is the hardest one, like their their husband or their partner or, you know, even sometimes it's like a long-term business partner. They just have a lot of energy around it, which makes it harder. But these concepts apply to all relationships. So this isn't just for, you know, someone you're married to. This is for someone you may work with someone, you know, that you're, or a family member, those also can be really challenging. And then, you know, I always say at the end of the day, the most fulfilling relationship you should and could have is the one with yourself. 
Um, because, you know, we tend to look so externally at the world, like all these things out here are wrong, but really it's when we go internal, and that's really a big part of my story, um, is going into that inner landscape and really understanding who you are. It makes it easier then to direct your life and be the lead of your life um, and be able to set boundaries and be able to say, you know, this is kind of a toxic situation. What do I do about that? So these skills are just, just skills that we aren't taught, you know, growing up. These are these are things that we get out of books or we might get through therapy or we might get through a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just not often things that are readily available. And most often, most of us are just doing what we know from our family of origin or the partner that we picked or the, the you know, the environment that we're in. Maybe we work in a corporate America and it's got its own culture and we're just accepting that culture. I honestly think yeah. that this is a course that children should take uh, once you get to high school and to university and having that. What an empowerment feeling to know that you can deal with different situations if you have these skills. Oh, my gosh, totally. And, you know, for me, I have two grown daughters, but when I got divorced, they were 10 and 14, and it was really important to me that I demonstrated to them, well, first of all, that it's never too late to change um, and that it's okay to leave a relationship. And third of all, like how to have boundaries and really um, how to have relationship skills um, and my older daughter, she ended up going to school, very unique school in Boulder, Colorado, uh, called Nairobi University. And she ended up getting a peace studies degree, which was all about mediation and communication. So it's just interesting, like what you start as a parent, your children will pick that up. And it, it, it is fascinating. And I also think it's part of why she was interested in that degree and those studies is because it wasn't something she had learned. It was so powerful for her. That is fantastic. Isn't that so cool to see our children thrive? Yes, yes. And that's another reason why I always tell people to up-level your relationship game because the people around you, you're influencing them. You're teaching them too through through your actions, through your behavior, through your insight, through your, your contemplation of how you want to approach relationships. And it's it's so impactful when we we decide to do that on our families. And, you know, for some of us, it's impactful in a way that doesn't feel so good. Sometimes we lose relationships because now we have boundaries or now we're communicating clearly or maybe now we're calling out an abusive pattern. Um, But, you know, I always tell women it's a reason, a season, and a lifetime on relationships. So it's okay. We don't have to carry all of the relationships that we've had in our life in the pockets of our coat. We can actually take them down, take them out and put them down if they're no longer serving us. And this is something that I I think is really important for women to hear Um, because we tend to feel guilty or, oh, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. And it's like, why? Is it serving you? Is it in alignment with your values? Um, Are you cared for? Are you understood? Are you valued? If you're not, it's okay to say, I, I no longer want to have those kinds of relationships in my life. That is fantastic to know that they are worthy. Yes, because I believe everyone is worthy. Every woman, every, I mean, every human is worthy. Um, but some of us, you know, have dysfunction or, um, or the inability or the lack of ability to be aware. And so for women that are, you know, becoming aware. And, you know, we I think we all have, like, times in our lives where we wake up to ourselves or we wake up to our world. 
And for me, that time came in my life when I turned 40, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And it was a real awakening time for me, which within two years of being diagnosed, I was divorced. So you can see that it went quickly um, yeah. because I, I just realized I wasn't living my life for myself. Um, and, you know, I always like to really remind women, be the leading lady of your life. You've got one here in this incarnation. Like, go. Do it. <laughs> I really like that. And what an inspiration that is to everybody listening. Yeah, I think it's so important for, for us to tell our stories and for us to tell our stories from that place of where we're not a victim of it. It's 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 um, an empowerment piece. It's something we've overcome. And certainly while I was going through those experiences, I certainly felt very victim-like, um, and especially like going through cancer. I noticed immediately I went into an energy of feeling victimized by it. And I started to look at that and like, um... No, this isn't really this isn't really how I want to do my life. So I had to look at that piece, and I think sometimes we have to look at relationships from that perspective too. That you know, it, we might feel victimized by someone or how they're treating us, but when we start to take control of our narrative and we start expressing ourselves and being heard for that piece, it really helps us move into uh, like a growth mindset rather than that victim mindset, which I think is really powerful when it comes. Yeah, when it comes to women in relationships. So tell me, Sandra, you were part of an anthology, and I want to kind of mention that because I think it's really good, and those kind of stories are what really inspire us. So tell me what made you decide to be a part of this and what your story is all about. Okay. Um, you know, I just I love to write. Um, it's my favorite form of art. Um, and so I just really wanted to venture into a book uh, process and but not necessarily have the responsibility of writing a whole book. So so I was just invited by by an organization that um, that was helping me with some of my other business building aspects to write a chapter for that. And the process itself was really really amazing because I just thought I was going to tell my story from from my cancer and my divorce on because that's like the you know the market of women that I help but the editors kept asking me to step it back like who are you where did you come from what's your story and as I stepped back and back in time I started realizing I didn't want to write about this because that meant I had to write about my my family and I had to write about my parents and their parenting style and their conflict style and I I never really wanted to like reveal that publicly um, but in the process of writing the story, it was a huge aspect of healing for me. And I think that's why we see so many women writing stories um, and being published in books is because we're realizing that it's part of our healing. Um, so I just share the story of where I grew up and like this family dynamic that I had that created this woman who didn't have great boundaries, who didn't really know where she ended and where other people began. And so I just bring everyone through that story of my own awakening um, and my own journey of deciding that that my life was the most important life um, and that um, I could honor all my experiences in my life with gratitude and with love. So I ended up writing this story, it getting published in this compilation, and um, and this is sort of the, the 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 second part of it that I didn't see. I knew that writing it was really healing, but then the next part was my parents are still alive, and that meant that they were going to read it. And so I never thought that yes. they would read my story 
Um, and I actually avoided it for quite a while. My husband kept saying, are you going to, are you going to have them read that? And I was like, I don't know. Um, and so finally my mom just asked for it. And instead of preparing her, I just handed her the book and a week later I went to visit them. And it was one of the most difficult conversations I've ever had. Um, but I will have to say that my whole life of working from that time of having cancer to that moment of sitting in my parents' apartment and having a really difficult conversation, I was preparing for that conversation for the last 18 years. And so I just feel that that's really impactful when we tell our stories, and that's why that story was became so important to me. And it created a bunch of healing in my family. Like I have a different relationship with my parents. They apologized. They had no idea that that had been my experience. But I also learned things about them I didn't know. Because, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're 84. um, And feelings and information is not something a typical 84 year old is, is trained to teach or trained to do, right? So I just learned a lot of things in just writing that story. Um, And, of course, now I'm, like, hooked. I'm already starting to outline what the book will be. Um, But, again, I have to map out the time for that. It's time-consuming, but it's a really amazing (laughs) experience to do. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. And it gives you that sense of closure, doesn't it? Yes, right. And it's not closure I thought I'd ever have in this lifetime. So I think that's the part that I I feel is so magical about when we decide we're worth it and also decide that we want to have a higher vision for ourselves is that it's just amazing what does arise and you find yourself in places like, I can't believe I'm here. You know, it, and I found that experience for myself several times over. It's like, I can't believe I'm here just from making some decisions that I was really afraid to do that were really hard. It's just where we arrive. It can be shocking and amazing, and then we keep going. Oh, my gosh. I love that. And for all of our listeners, how can they find you on social media so they can yes. check out your relationship uh, checklist? Yes. How can they find your book? Everything. Absolutely. So super easy to find. Um, Instagram, I'm Sandra Wood Coach. And in there, you can just pull down in my bio and that you'll find that uh, free ebook in there about fulfilling relationships. You'll also see some of the latest podcasts that I've been on so you can listen to more. Um, and uh, obviously, this one will be loaded on there as well by the time you're listening. Um, but uh, so that's one way, and you can follow my content there. Um, I'm also in Facebook, and I have Sandra Wood Coach Business. But you are welcome to follow me personally at Sandra S Wood um, if you want to get to know me as well. So I post in those places a lot. Um, it's how I dialogue with with my community. I do have a Facebook group called Thrive After Divorce. If that is also appealing to you, I'd like to invite you to come in there. Um, I do a lot of Facebook Lives, so I'm constantly, uh, I'm constantly giving content and you know things that you can ponder as you're thinking about relationships. And then you can find me at my website, which is sandrawood.coach, um, and there you will also find information a little bit more about my story. And then you can book a call from there. So all these different ways that you can access finding me and engaging with me. Um, I'm, I am a real person. I'm, this is what I do. This is my passion. Uh, my mission is to help women end unhealthy and toxic relationships so they can be the best version of themselves. So that's, that is really what I reach out if this has moved you in any way, and I'd love to have a conversation. 
Thank you so much, Sandra. I am just beyond grateful that you are a part of the Divas That Care. We're going to be posting all your information on our social media, but also we're going to be posting it in our Facebook group, the Changemakers Cafe. And I hope that you're able to join us there and share about all of your groups and everything that you're doing just in there. Absolutely. I'm so excited to be part of the Divas That Care, and I look forward to uh, listening to all the other podcasts and meeting all the other fantastic women that are changing the world. So thank you, Candice. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited. Oh, everybody, you got to go check out Sandra. I'm going to be, as I said, posting everything that I can. And so that you can really check out what she's doing. Like, it's just absolutely amazing. And I do love your website, so I just want to share that, (laughs) too. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank Um, you. (laughs) Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you to all of our listeners that have checked us out today. I, I love this. I love doing what we're doing. And I'm just so grateful that I have the opportunity to chat with amazing women like Sandra And so if you want to be a guest on the Divas That Care, make sure you reach out to us. We have a variety of amazing hosts that would love to have you on their podcast also. Thank you again, Sandra. Thank you to all of our listeners. And please remember to do something kind. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.